When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Don't let being treated for pain be a pain. Come to Downtown's Healthcare, 950 17th Street in Denver. Find out how to reduce pain naturally without surgery, without drugs. Call Downtown's Healthcare, 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. You are listening to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Sports Network. Listen in as Brett and Dave invite you to belly up to the bar with them to talk about everything in the world of sports, just like you would do at your favorite watering room. It's sports, beer, and shenanigans. So belly up to the bar with us, grab a beverage, and let's get into it. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer with sports talk, and a whole lot more. Show 235, September the 19th, 2019. Joining 1420 and myself tonight, down in the sports bar, is the man, the myth, the legend, 49er super fan, lover of Connor McJesus, as he calls him, Edmonton Oilers lover, the mayor of the Silver Buckle Sports Bar, but most importantly, a guy I've spilt beers with a number of times, Dave Roberts. Dave, how are you doing tonight, my friend? Doing well, thank you. Thanks for having me on the show. Not going to lie, a little nervous. Never done one of these before, but uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited. It, me and Dave, we keep it quite simple. We have a few beers. We talk some sports. We don't do a whole bunch of research. Whether it's true or not, it, who cares? No one fucking listening anyways. But, uh, no, it's quite simple. We uh, we keep it pretty lighthearted. There's no reason if you have a hot take, say it. If it's a it, – just just roll with it, man. It's, it's quite simple. Dave, how are you doing tonight? How was your weekend, Dave, DTV? Uh uh, DTV Dave had an awesome weekend. I watched my uh, boy play baseball two games on Saturday. You say you always say you're going to drop by. I'm in the area. Just let me know. I do, and you don't. But I was know, I was that's... about 78 feet away, and I got sick of watching baseball. So I said, "Fuck this! I've I've had enough of baseball for the weekend." I'm, I I'm had a it. beer in the cooler for Jesus. you and everything, but you know that's okay if you don't want to sit. Yeah, I guess we do talk fucking eight hours a no, week no dave it's not oh. you i i know that the, the two umpires that were doing the game that day and i looked over there and i was they're gonna want to talk to me afterwards i don't want to talk to them because it's gonna get into a psychoanalysis of everything that they were doing wrong instead of doing right and it makes me fucking crazy so i didn't bother dave roberts it's actually I have not- good. hey sorry let me finish yeah boy was on the bump for a couple or uh, a couple innings in the early game too and yeah. when we had the talk he got he got lit up a little bit and uh, he wasn't happy with the plate. He thought that was a pretty tight strike zone. Well, then they, they must not have went to my clinic. Like I said, call, call strikes, <laughs> strikes and outs, man. Gets you to the bar quicker. Strikes and outs. Gets you down to the buckle a lot quicker. That's the way we do That's things. Right. Yeah. Dave Roberts, haven't seen you for quite some, some time. Of, some of that is a good thing. Yeah, but this uh, will be there next Friday for, or this Friday coming for a beer. How have you been? How's things going? What's happening at the Silver Buckle these days? 
Uh, got a lot going on actually down there uh, right now. The fall's kicking off, right? So we got school back, college kids are back in Medicine Hat here. Um, got a lot of stuff going on. Wings Mondays, tacos on Tuesdays, deals Wings Wednesdays, uh, Thursdays, two for 22 appetizers, Fridays, fish Fridays. And then we got a lot of, got a lot of good stuff coming up. Battles band over eight and weeks coming up. We got a, yeah, a lot of good stuff coming up. We got Pete's birthday, NFL football during the week, sports kicking off. It's a great time to be a sports fan right now. No, um, it's, a, yeah, it's, a fan, well. it's a fantastic time to be a sports fan. You got NHL camps opening soon. Baseball's coming down on the wire. Uh, obviously football. We'll get into that right now. The NFL season, both of your teams, uh, quarterbacks, Jesus, yesterday, Dave, uh, D- Dave, we'll start with DTV. Um, yes, the, the Denver Broncos are basically two fumbles away from being two and oh, but man, oh man, are, are you a little bit concerned with the quarterback play so far of the $160 million man, Russell Wilson? No, I am not. I think that's a work in progress. I Two think weeks it takes a little bit. No, no, but like, oh, no, just... if, if it doesn't progress, what's pissing me off is the coaching and the clock management. That is fucking embarrassing. I don't know, like, so... Um, on Sundays, I, I when the Broncos aren't playing, I usually find a game or I go on the, the red zone. But I watch a Broncos game. And we all saw it. Like, uh, when we were recording last week and the Broncos pissed that game away, I had to say, like, let's we got to hit pause. We can't record while they're fucking this game up, which they did. And then this week, with eight minutes left in the fourth quarter, they were out of timeouts because they're not getting play calls in. They're, they're just fucking shit up all over the place. They had to call their last time out because um, the the Texans were ready to punt and they didn't have a returner in. So things got to get addressed and PD fucking Q because you, you've now played two subpar teams and you're one and one. And what I really dug about the Denver fan is in the fourth quarter when the play clock was going down, the the fans seven six five four and like it was it was awesome and like and that's at the coaching staff so I'm more concerned about uh, attention lack of attention to detail from the coaching staff than I am from the quarterback play because the I, I the the that's gonna come that's gonna come but this this the details that has to fucking change right now. Dave Roberts, uh, I, I called it a few weeks back that I thought that Trey Lance wouldn't be the, the starter for the San Francisco 49ers. I'm a, I'm a Niners guy myself, uh, but I didn't think it would be the circumstance like this. It was in week two, broken ankle, done for the year. Jimmy G is going to be the guy moving forward. How long that lasts, who knows? Uh, there isn't many other quarterbacks probably available anyway, so he's probably the guy going forward. What was your thoughts when you seen Lance leaving the field yesterday afternoon? How did your heart sink? Were you like, "Well, it was going to happen anyways"? What were your, what were your uh, what were your big thoughts? Well, first off, I'm a fairly superstitious guy here, and uh, my my jersey showed up here uh, uh, about minutes before kickoff of the season, and I put this on, and we went and played the Bears, and laid an egg against the Bears. Obviously, you look at conditions, the torrential rain, things like mm-hmm. that. It wasn't very good, but the quarterback play was sloppy. He made some nice rollouts and some passes and some hard play actions. They ran the ball well, I thought. Not well enough, obviously. I just couldn't get any track. Which, again, weather had a lot to do with late in the fourth quarter when we were down. Um, but, uh, again, I didn't see a whole bunch I liked, and I really don't like my quarterback running. And I know they do it in Buffalo with uh, with, uh, with Allen here. 
Um, but he's also 240, 250 pounds, like the size of Ben Roethlisberger. So he can absorb a hit or two. Um, but when you get folded over, like Trey did yesterday, like it is, so he went, he did successful surgery today for a broken fibula and ligament damage in his ankle. So, like, that's, that's one of those things where I, you know, and it's a free play. I'm not blaming coaching staff. I'm not doing but I, yeah, I just don't want my quarterback running the ball. If he has to run like an Aaron Rodgers or like a Russell Wilson does, you don't see him getting into trouble. You don't see him ever getting hit. They make a nice play outside the pocket. They scramble for positive yards and they, and they, and they drop, right? You know, it's one of those things. I, I don't know if you get it's a football play, gets hurt, but it, it was it was sloppy. Jimmy was coming in. I think, like you said, a couple of weeks. Uh, the Niners are built to win. They're 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 built to go to the Super Bowl. I don't know if you're going to contend against a team like the Bills just yet, but we're there. We've we've got we've got professionals at all levels, every every facet of offense, defense, and special teams. Um, so it, it's it's how long is because everybody knows in San Francisco as a fan or as uh, in the organization that know they're the built to win, and their window is now. And how long did Trey, like if Trey looked like that for three weeks, he can't go anywhere because there's nobody out in the market and, and you got to go with the waste of three picks, right? So it's one of those things. Well, that's what Dave and I talked about earlier on this season. It was early, like uh, when they made the, the, the deal for Garoppolo, they, they he got a, he took a cut and pay and everything else. There's not a ton of quarterbacks out there. There really, there really, there really, really isn't. It was, it's really evident yesterday. Again, it is tonight. It, it's and like you're saying, having guys. Uh, quarterbacks running the ball there's guys who can do it because they know how and there's guys who shouldn't because they they just know and they know they shouldn't and there's a maturity thing and he, it's a the, how the game's a lot different now compared to tom brady and roethlisberger and you go back to peyton manning in those days compared to how guys are are mo- more mobile now it's man i you, you give these guys that kind of money yes they're, they're doing it to to win football games but my god you're you're half a second away from disaster at all times, DTV. The quarterback position in football is unlike any position. Like um, some might equate it to the starting pitcher, some might equate it to the goalie. It's completely different because the skill set of the quarterback is how an offensive coordinator designs their entire offense. It's not just rolling out it's 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 like it's it's not stopping pucks and it and it, the skill set with someone like Trey Lance who did who does have the mobility as to Jimmy Garoppolo who who can't throw accurately over 25 yards he's really good and he's so fucking handsome have you ever seen that fucker with his helmet on <laughs> he is beautiful jesus he he's the best looking me- man in professional sports <laughs> He makes me swoon. Oh, man, that guy is so handsome. But nonetheless, he can't throw accurately over 25 yards. He just simply can't. He's like um, Pennington. He's like uh, that fucker that used to play with the Jets back in the day. Really good. All of them for the Jets back in the day? Yeah, more or less. Jesus. Yeah. Well, it's just. It's just what he is. I, I I trust him, and I can look. I fuck. I I want a poster of that fucking guy, but then wow. I'd have to put it up, and my wife might. Sit. And then she'd leave you, and then oh, be all be all over. <laughs> well, she's not gonna leave me. I don't care. You don't know that. She can think. Of, she can think of him. You know, as long she, as uh, I'm the, uh, Jimmy puts oh, us ahead. in a better spot to win. Like Jim, Jimmy's honestly, if we're built now, he's a game manager. Call what you wish. I have to see it anyways. But he is a game manager. Um, those those short crossing passes, he, and you look at it, and I uh, start to get off topic here about our nope. team, but but look at the way you look at uh, Mike McDaniel's just left to go to Miami, and look at the clinic Tua put on. 
He didn't throw much deep, but he let those playmakers do their thing. And that's the basis of that offense. Now we lost, we've lost more coaches in the last three years, I think, than any team in football um, with getting promotions to head coaches or OCs and, and what have you through, right? Um, we didn't get a quarterback coach and our quarterback coach was calling Monday Night Football last year. Um, and I, he's never been a quarterback coach in his life. So there will be some growing pains that way, I think, with the Niners. Um, but when you've got a guy like Jimmy G be able to step in that just came off uh, an FC championship and a previous year to that, a Super Bowl, um, I, I, I think we're in a pretty good spot. I That's one thing that people fail to realize that he was in a couple of pretty big games last two seasons. And if, if your backup was in, in those, those situations, you're in not a bad spot. Whereas a lot of teams, who's the, who, who's the backup on name, name five backups for the, the national football league. You probably well, can't I, look at, look at Dallas. Now Dallas has aspirations every year of being NFL's best team and winning a super bowl. And it, it always comes to fruition as a, a nine and nine, which are nine, eight and eight, but they can't do that anymore. So it'd be eight and nine or eight and, or nine and eight, whatever yeah. it will be, but they're 500 football teams. They lose Dak Prescott, who they think is going to be a top five quarterback, which if he stays healthy. And he's just not. They've been planning for that for a long time, that him to be a top five guy in the league. He's just not, is he? Like, I, I don't think he is. Well, no. I, and and the money the money they get paid in that position is kind of ridiculous to me because, you, yes, you do need one. If you don't if you don't got one, you don't got – if you don't got two, you don't have any now, for Christ's sake. Because God, you hurt so bad. But if you look at whether you're paying Mahomes like – just for example, Mahomes is like, I don't know if it's cap it this year or next year, but it's like $50, $60 million. Well, that's an offensive line. That's a really good offensive line right there. You know, um, so you've, you've taken, you've taken away. Now you got to draft real good. And if you miss a few and, and pick up some veterans, maybe, but you, you, now that guy has to run for his life because he can't. If you can build a football team around a young quarterback like Trey Lance, he can have a little bit of growing pains, but the rest of the team's built well. It's just, you know, if your football's a win now, sports are win now, but football's huge win now. And I, I honestly, it is an upgrade, I think, getting getting Trey Lance breaking a leg where you're starting quarterback to go down and to be able to get a guy that's been to two two championships and one NFL championship and one uh, Super Bowl. Like you're, that's the best scenario in football. And honestly, yeah. and I think, honestly, if, if the power rankings in the next two weeks, and I, that is what that is, um, but you'll see the Niners crawl up that real quickly, I think, with Jimmy's play. Um, and the teams will now stack the box on them, which is fine. Um, but we still run the ball. We run the ball better than anybody in the league. I think um, we may not, you know, end up we legally even rushing every year. But the way Shanahan's, the way he coaches, and the way he schemes the run game to beat anybody and everybody, it's I'm not worried one bit. In fact, I might even be more confident. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, Dave. Dave I, I just met you 50 minutes ago, but you're fucking delusional. You're absolutely <laughs> fucking delusional. Shanahan, who I've said in previous uh, podcasts, is I think he is a bit of an offensive genius as a coach, and he himself has said we're better. We have a we have a higher ceiling with uh, who the fuck got hurt Vance than we do with Jimmy. We yeah. have a better chance, and that's why. Like that's why me being the guy that knows how to coach offenses, me that knows is the most one of the most creative offensive coaches in the league. And then, and then you're telling me that you think the Niners are better with gorgeous Jim than they are with him. Like I, 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 I disagree 100%. What? The Niners best thing is, is that they're in a shit division. The Rams who aren't as good as they were last year, they got Arizona who I think isn't very good and Seattle's in a down year. And then I don't know what their out of conference schedule plays like, but you know, 
they got a chance because the NFC fucking sucks. Yeah. The NFC is terrible. There, I don't there's, know if there's, there's, honestly, there's what, like, you got the NFC. Well, like I would say Green Bay, San Fran, and Tampa Bay. And then, you know, Philly's looking strong too. They're they're coming out of the gates. I didn't think I I give no respect to anybody in the NFC. Philly looks good. They Philly's they actually look really, really good. strong. They're, uh, I think they're, 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 I, they're, they're surprising I, me. I can't get the game on the TV right now, but I think they're laid a beat down right now on prime time. Yeah, no, they're twenty four seven right That's now. They're game. they're they're really good. You got guys. We there's only one, two, three. This is actually funny. There's only five uh, winless teams right now. There probably isn't many uh, survivor pools that are still kicking throughout uh, the. the North America, because like, I was out week once. I took yeah. the Niners to win. Uh, Dave, Indianapolis. Dave, how you doing in the belly up on DTV? Are you still kicking or like how'd it go? Still living. You're still living. I'm so, on a week. There's three. not many yeah. people. There, there was a lot of upsets yesterday. A lot of comebacks that came back yesterday. The, there's only five teams that are that are that are 0 and 2, which is kind of unheard of. You got the Raiders, the Bengals, the Panthers, the Falcons, and the Texans. Of those five teams. Is there one that you think can maybe come out of the doldrums? Because there's only been there's been two teams to ever come back from 0 and 2 to go to go to a or three to go to the playoff the Super Bowl. They they, they actually went one, but I think it's 40 percent, 50 percent, or or 60 percent of the teams don't go to the playoffs or they're done when you start 0 and 2. Is is there out of those five teams? Do you see one that's going to make a difference? I'm going to take the Bengals because I I think that Burrow is a good quarterback. But I also think that they may have blow their, blew their load a little bit too quick, uh, as, as did last year. And then, because he got beat up a little bit last year, and then it's happening again this year. Jesus, man, to go to Super Bowl to 0-2 to, to miss the playoffs and, and looking not great, that's tough. Well, and, and, and sorry, I'll interject here for a second. The Bengals are my pick out of most teams. Maybe the Raiders again, but they're still a 500 football team because the AFC is so good. And if you're down behind all the way, if you're down two games right now, you're you're in trouble in the AFC. But the Bengals, and they, they do need to get a line help big time because uh, they can't have Burroughs running for his life and getting beaten up. They've got all the pieces. Then another one was with pieces everywhere. Good tight end, um, good wide, stud wide receiver, a good decent running game, and and mix and, and defense. They just have to play better on that's. But I think they're because really in that in that division though you've got uh, Baltimore. We will be Baltimore. But I, that there goes my running quarterback thing again. It, it always works until you get to the playoffs. Once you get there, you're playing the best of the best. And uh, it's tough to beat a guy with a running quarterback in those scenarios. You might make a round, but you still don't make the dance, I don't think. Dave. I kind of agree with that with the running quarterback. Once you get to the playoffs, we haven't seen a running quarterback with like uh, that play that RPO. Um, I Lamar Jackson is my quarterback in fantasy and I fucking love him. I love him as a quarterback, right? It, it's, it's feast or famine, but when he goes off, he goes off. And it, like, I got, I killed in fantasy this year. I had uh, this year, this week, this last week, I had uh, Lamar Jackson and I had Waddle for uh, the Dolphins. So those two alone uh, basically won me the week. Uh, going back to the 0-2 teams, so uh, the Bengals, they're 0-2, but they're only one game out of first in their division. That entire division is 1-1. One one. So when you look at it that way, they're only one game out of a playoff spot. Um, and they still have to play all their divisional games. Oh, no, sorry. They lost to Pittsburgh week one. Do you think that way, they though? Got- like, like it, it's, 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 it, 
yeah, that's easy to say. Oh, you have to. But do you think that way? Because all of a sudden you're you're zero and two. You're thinking, oh fuck me, we got to get a win because if we lose again, we're zero and three. Does the butthole ever start to clinch? Like I think it does. I don't. I don't think they they can think that way about the division because I think it's more of a confidence thing because you have so many different moving parts and you got guys saying, oh fuck, my job's on the line if I don't because the guys are so interchangeable. If if you start thinking about your division. I think you're in bigger trouble, man. You guys start thinking about yourself a little I, bit. I think that coaches' uh, butthole starts clinching before the playoffs. I mean, sorry, before the playoffs, before the players. They're doing what the coach is telling them to do, and either the coach isn't relaying his message clearly, or they're not executing, or like, now where is the problem here? Like, I thought Cincinnati had revamped super-powered offensive line. Burroughs is spending a lot of time on his fucking back for being yeah. an asset you want to protect and addressing a problem. Like, he's yeah. getting sacked a fucking ton. And I don't – sometimes that is the quarterback's fault for holding on or whatever. But he's getting sacked. Yeah. Well, you know, NFL is such a beast. There's so many people. There's so many quality control guys watching. And – Honest, so that was Joe Burrow's first full season playing, correct? Like, yeah. and, and there's a lot of tape now on him, and he, they had a good run last year. And and there's a lot of tape now on and and Zach Zach Taylor's coaching style. That now they look there's there's tendencies and there's things that they haven't been able to bring those tendencies. He's only had one full season, so if they look back at those tapes and you study what he's done, now you're able to the defense gets a little bit easier, especially if the coach didn't prepare enough in the off season and didn't do enough self scouting to see where they're where they're predictable or you know, like I, I will go back to Russell Wilson for a second. Hammer him for just a minute. They said when they played the uh, the Seahawks there week one, um, he was using the same, same signals. signals. Yeah, you know, and and that you know, trying to make it first year in that system, first year, I get you try to make it a little bit easier for the guy. But you're playing his old team; he can't have the same stuff in there. That that's poor coaching, right? Like, you know, it's so I, I think Zach Taylor's got to do a better job of coaching, and the players will be better in in uh, in Cincinnati. It's funny hearing a, ta- a tale of two cities here with, between the two of you guys. Dave D- Dave Roberts, you're, you're quite confident in the quarterback situation with a guy who's been there for a long time. Dave Van Robes, you, you were quite confident two weeks ago, and you still said it was okay, but it, it's quite humorous to see how uh, two weeks and get into week four, how, how things can change so quickly, because the season is short, man. Like, you're, we're in a week three, that's a, like you're, you're six in this, like, it doesn't sound like a lot, but bing, 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 before you know it, it's it's over, you're like, oh, fuck, did we blow up, we wasted another season. And like you said, Dave Roberts, they're in a win-now mode, like most teams are when they spend that kind of money, like the same was saying with the Broncos, when you spend 160 million bucks on a quarterback, you're in win now mode. Like you need to go out and do it now. See, no, I, I I do kind of disagree with that because uh, the Broncos are in a tough, tough division. I, 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 like, I, I'd be surprised if anyone thinks that the AFC uh, West is not the toughest division in sports right now. I'm sorry. In football right now. It's 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 ridiculously competitive. So you can't be you really can't be in in win now mode. You're in compete now mode. And if you can get through that, then you're like you're battled and you have a chance in the playoffs. I think a team coming out of uh, any team coming out of the NFC, you got two patsies in every fucking division in the NFC. There's no patsies in the in the AFC West. You got to compete now. And like, even though the Raiders are 0-2, like 
if you knock off uh, uh, KC and the, and the, and the Chargers, then all of a sudden you're back in it and you're in, but it, in not. the division. Which I which I, is, I, 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 I I I hope not. I hope not because I I'm a Raider hater. But it's 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 so different when you're in a tough division. I believe. Don't let being treated for pain be a pain. Come to Downtown's Healthcare, 950 17th Street in Denver. Find out how to reduce pain naturally without surgery, without drugs. Call Downtown's Healthcare, 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. Well, is, I, I, Derek Carr, is Derek Carr the most overrated quarterback in the last <laughs> 10 years? Like, what's he I don't done? think he's ever been rated. Nothing. No, because all you hear rated. is Derek Carr this, Derek Carr that. He got paid well. This is the year. The Raiders lot of Yeah. Is is he like seriously like do when are you going to do something? Well, see, I the guy's what 70. He's Ryan Tannehill. You know, it, yeah, he's he's a he's a game manager, a bit better. He, Kirk but, Cousins. Yeah, yep. A little better than that, but I, I absolutely he's not a not a top tier guy, but he's he's a serviceable quarterback that's accurate. Um and the Mayock days, they didn't draft really well on the O line. Uh, it was their last, their pick, their first pick last year. They just cut on offensive line tackle. If you can't block, if you can't keep the guy upright, you know you're, you're not going to do anything in this league. Um, he, he does not very mobile. Um, it, it so it, he's got to be a pocket passer. If he gets time, he could dice up anybody. But I just I don't think he, they, they have a good enough roster. I mean, you're you what do you lose in the last three years? The Raiders, their first round picks. One's uh, passed away, I believe. One's in jail for... Uh, the, well, there, there's the, that, too. Yeah. Right? And then the other one's flashing AK-47. So, I mean, when you're... when you're And first-round picks in the NFL are huge. They're starters. They should be pro bowlers. They're playing right now. This, right? You know, the, the first three rounds of the NFL are guys you're drafting to play right now. You know, and every year's draft. Not like hockey where they'll sit, except for the exceptional guys. Yeah. It's, it's We need you. We need you in our lineup now. And to have guys like that. I never general, thought of that, the, the Raiders' little situation there. Well, I should have thought of that. Kind of my, my job is to think of those stupid things. But, but and they're, they're like, how is that? Hey, for being, yeah. David, how is that? David Robies, how is that organization? Like, how is it just? It's just what the Raiders do. Like, we're getting kind of dragging a little bit here, but it's quite funny. Like, how is it that? Once you put on that Raiders jersey, you turn into a, a degenerate. Like, why? Why is that? Like, it goes back to the LA days, which is all all of a sudden it's twenty years ago, right? I have a cousin and his wife, um, who I see on semi regular basis that are Raider fans. They've been Raiders for fans forever. Like, um, and me being a Broncos fan, we watched the occasional game together back in the day. Not so much anymore. And then I saw her the other night. Uh, when I say her, the other night, I mean last night. And then it gets all Raiders fan is piss and moan fan. Like they might, like they're just piss and moan. The refs hate us. This guy sucks. This guy sucks. This guy sucks. I wish we had Al Davis back. I wish John Madden was back. It's just, it's, it's just fucking glory years in the black and silver. Kind of like the Yanks with Steinbrenner. I get so fucking sick yeah, of that too. And just, you know, like, you know, uh, do you guys ever cheer for your team or you're just looking for excuses to lose anymore? I told you 10 years ago that fucking car sucked. Oh, no, no, fucking Chucky. Chucky's back. Chucky's going to coach him up. Chucky's going to bring him into Vegas and Chucky. Like, well, you know, Chucky's a fucking racist that got run out of the league. You think about how much of a dickhead Gruden's got to be if he gets ran out of the Raiders organization. 
Because they, yeah. they, they well, that's what I just in. said. Yeah, that's Chucky, right? Anyway, yeah. No, the well, NFL football you know, season. I, they're into. Sorry, Dave. Go ahead. When you're a billionaire and literally have a two cent haircut, like there's something wrong. There's I think something wrong. I think that He's takes the poorest a lot owner of in the NFL. Oh yeah, that's right, Dave. There's no, there's no doubt about that. He's horrible. But, but like, how do you walk around with that fucking haircut? As a homeless person, how do you walk around with that fucking haircut? What like, kind of dough would he have got from Vegas to move there? Like with the whole, all of it. Like he must have made. I, Oh, million. Oh, no, actually not. Like, he didn't make a lot. He he signed back deals. He doesn't own fucking shit. He owns the Raiders franchise, and that's it. Like, the name of it, and that's about it, yeah. Yeah, that's about it. He's probably the... I would imagine him and Jacksonville might be the actual... I don't know. I'm sorry, I, I'll, I'll, I'll Explain poor, that. like um, podcast yeah, host poor well, or like NFL yeah. owner poor. <laughs> Uh, no, what's his what's his name? Alan Alan Davis Al Davis. I think it is Al no. Davis. Yeah, um, he has. That's his only asset is the Raiders. Whereas every other um, sorry Mark Davis. Mark Davis. Al's yeah, one yeah. Who passed away. Al's his, yeah. Al's his dad. Yes. Those are thirty years ago now. Um, I would think Mark Davis. Maybe his only one. asset is the Oakland Raiders. Every other owner made billions to buy a franchise. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He 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 fell into it, and that's his only asset. Yeah. He's not a businessman. He just happens to own. He the just Raiders. got Daddy's Raiders. Yeah. Jeez, I didn't. And I and I've I've read a fairly lengthy article. I could talk about it, but I would have to reread it to speak with any kind of um, authority. So I won't. Somebody's going to tell us how wrong we were every time we say something wrong. It's uh, nobody ever tells us how right we are because we are right sometimes, Dave. Like, but people do chime in when how wrong we are. I don't understand that. Like, say, hey man, that's a good point. People, people love saying you're wrong, and I get it. I love. I like. I'll take people to task. Anyways, the fourteen twenty sports bar podcast for beer sports talk and a whole lot more. Brought to you by Manscaped and Manscaped.com. Use promo code one four two zero escaped at Manscaped.com today for all of your men's grooming needs. Hi there, it's Dave from fourteen twenty sports bar podcast. We decided to give Brent a break and give me the read tonight for Manscaped. Manscaped is uh, happy to join up with us for the Nut Up Challenge. We're going to feature some of the most clutch moments in sports history by athletes who nutted up and went legend. Be sure to vote for your favorite moments on Twitter and Nut Up as well with Manscaped. Going to manscaped.com and using our promo code 1420SCAPED today. Are you thinking of going to a game or a concert in the coming days ahead, or do you already have tickets and want to upgrade where you're sitting? It's simple. Go to SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. They have tickets for all sports going on right now, as well as concert tickets to shows throughout North America. And to make things even better, use promo code 1420POD, that's 1420POD, and receive 20 bucks off your first purchase. Once again, that's promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com or the Seat Geek app. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more brought to you by Seat Geek and SeatGeek.com. Use promo code 1420 
pod at SeatGeek.com today to save 20 bucks on your ticket purchases. Guys, I was out to, uh, for a couple of drinks, me and Deanne went out for a beverage at Backstreet West here in Lethbridge. Um, sitting there having a couple, I was, uh, wasn't getting into her by any means. A guy walked in with a face tattoo and I didn't know what to do. I was quite disturbed. Like I didn't, am I allowed to stare at it? Am I allowed to look at it? Am I, do I have to turn my head? Because if a person has a tattoo, they're usually quite happy if you're looking at, at the art that's on their body. But this guy was on his face and he didn't seem to be the friendliest fella. I'm just like, I don't, I'm, I'm just saying like he, he might've been like, Mary Poppins of Lethbridge. I have no idea, but I didn't know what to do and what the what what the what the proper po- protocol was with a guy with a face tattoo. Is that art just for himself to look at in the mirror when he go before he goes to work in the morning, or does he want people to walk up and stare at him? Like I, I what is the proper protocol with a face tattoo when you're sitting around? Yes, you shouldn't stare, but when people get artwork, they want people to look at it. I, I I don't know what the proper etiquette is, but you have to expect people to stare. I would think um, uh, if you're getting it on your face, especially it's a, it's a point of focal point. Anyway, if you talk to somebody, uh, you, you know, you, I, I I don't know why you would, uh, but don't knock it till you try it. I guess I've never just found anything that that I'm not uh, uh, positive for that I want to. You know, maybe if like ESPN or somebody wanted to pay me for a pile of money to put something on my face, uh, I might do that. But I did. I don't. I still don't even know if I would. I don't. I'm not sure that's a, a very good thing to do. Plus, it's only forever, right? Fuck, do you care? Honestly, fuck, <laughs> do you care? Like, oh Jesus fucking Christ! I would never do that. And then now you're done. No, but no, what I'm getting at is that it, it might have been nice art that that's maybe getting wasted that he wants you to look at, but there's the protocol to stare at someone's face because you can't just walk someone and stare at their face. Whereas you could say, hey, "Can I see your your tattoo on your arm?" Because there's something that's a story being told or whatever it is. But if it's not some guy's fucking noggin, it I know I don't I, I don't care if the guy has it, but does he want me to look at it or does he not want me to look at it or what's going on there? That's what I'm getting at. Yeah, I don't know. I just like, hey, fuck, I'd never do that. And then it's gone. Like, I, I just, because I just, like, why? Like, no, that there's, there's no doubt about that. We're all the same agree, agreeance there. That well, it's like, why no, the fuck you, would you do that? You say that if you were a couple in and it was like now 11 o'clock, is 11 o'clock PM as opposed to 1 30 PM, you might say, hey, who, who, I am never, I am never, ever, ever, ever telling some guy with a tattoo on his face, why the fuck would you do that? I don't (laughs) care what time of day it is. That guy's going to kick my ass. Which is a fair thing. But, you know, you've called someone an angry lesbian and she might have kicked your ass, too. Well, she was an angry lesbian, but whatever. Well, Anyways, uh, guys, so anyway, we didn't solve that problem. Yet. Th- thanks for all your help. Next time I see well, this guy, I don't know, I still don't know what the fuck to do. Problem. It's not I don't a know what to do. Like, am I Nothing. allowed? Am I allowed to just so just turn yes. your head? So, nope. but what? It, maybe this guy wants us to look at. Is what I'm getting at. Well, then look Why at. Why else would you do it? He goes, "What the fuck are you looking at?" And he goes, "That shit on your face." Well, I would find a way to word it differently. <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I would word it a little bit differently. Anyways, boys, um, Urban Meyer somehow, some way, made the airways back on. Uh, on Saturday morning, the the Fox uh, Big Ten game of the week, I think it was, and he's back on television after getting axed from Jacksonville last year. And there was the uh, 
there was the lap dance episode with some girl at some bar and on and on and on. And, and herbs had not the, uh, he's had a good career as a college coach. He's fell in some pretty warm pools of butter over his career. Um, the pro thing did not work out for him. Uh, he somehow, some way comes back to Fox and like nothing happened in the pro game. Um, First, Dave Roberts, how do you think that this happens and, and why do these old coaches get so much airtime after it's all said and done? Well, I don't know. It's this whole woke world we live in and all that garbage. I'm really surprised that he has anything to do with Fox, especially a powerhouse in the sporting industry. Um, I, you think they'd want to set a better example because it's not like um, it's only one one isolated incident when he was with Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, you know, if you look back at his coaching career, he's, he's Telling us some good pools like that Miami team he took over was pretty damn good. Uh, I think they weren't the greatest spot, but they just needed some better coaching. Is a scheme that he runs uh, runs well. They look good. He gets lots of wins. Um, but if you look back at that team he coached in, in one of the teams he coached in, uh, I don't know what year they won the championship there in Miami. Had Tim Tebow the quarterback. But, Florida. Florida, yeah, Florida. Yeah. But out of those 121 players on that uh, that he coached at that year, uh, or on that were on that team the one year they won the championship. And 41 of them have been arrested or spent in jail time. Now, um, is that the, the type of guy you're going after, giving guys second chances, blah, 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 blah. But you're, it, that right there, you're showing, you're, you're letting talent um, uh, beat, uh, beats, talent beats out uh, professionalism. And, and it shows it right now as well here. They're, they're letting his talent or his, because uh, he's a big name in sports, they want a big name on there, so they put him on the TV. And I, it's wrong. Um, he has had question marks in every level that he's coached at. Um, there was a sexual assault thing. Uh, there was this lap dance thing. In Ohio State, there was a sexual assault thing and blah, blah, blah. They Didn't up. they have that Hernandez guy who killed himself in jail as well and blah, blah, blah. There's yeah. a whole, he was on those, those Florida teams as well, correct? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Like there was uh, the Pouncey brothers who were, uh, the one was arrested with dope, but both really good NFL players. Doris Jenkins in out of jail, but good NFL player. Uh, Tim Tebow was a quarterback. They had uh, Cam Newton on that squad. They had three or four wide. Like they had like the, four, but it's, he he had talent on teams. I don't I don't know if he's that great of a coach. I think in college that kind of style works with that run and shoot, running spread offense because you don't have when you play Bowling Greens and you play uh, half these these teams. They unless you're in the SEC, your division's easy. When you like uh, look at what happens to Notre Dame when they play ranked teams, they get embarrassed. Even when they play Marshalls. But, yeah. but but college coaching isn't – coaching is half your job. Recruiting is half your job as well, right? And the better you do at one, the less you have to do the other, right? And now, um, like, Nick Saban's in the enviable position that everybody wants to play with him, and he still can coach. There's yeah. no doubt about it. Um, Urban Meyer, what I don't understand – Clearly, he has the the recruiting, coaching, college players figured out because he's won a national. He, he made his bones in Utah, and then he won a Alex national. Cha- yeah, and then he won his uh, national championship with Florida, and I think he did win one with OSU too. OSU too. Ohio State. I'm, I, I'm fairly certain. You're really close. I don't, that's much yeah, matter, if, if yeah, if he didn't win, like he was, he they were was in the there. playoff anyways. He yeah. was there. Every time he clearly has the college game figured out, failed miserably at the NFL level, like in a laughable fashion. So at that point, this is what I do not understand. Why does Fox 
hire him as a game day host for college football because to bring him back after failing is the thing. To bring like him he, back he left after to go to Jacksonville. He, they brought him back after failing. So like, I get it. Yeah, I get it odd. that he knows more about college football than I. I understand that, but he's not bringing one eyeball to the screen. He's not breaking down that game any better. Like, like uh, you, you, you hear all the time about how ESPN and TSN here in the States and, and in sports that, um, the uh, radio network. They're firing people all over the place, like the, the local radio DJs. Saving that, money that, and everything that, else. Yeah. That, that honestly can't be making $70,000 a year. And now you're hiring this ass hat for probably a couple million dollars. A million, oh, million, million bucks for sure. Yeah. And all like that. To, to do what? To not draw one eyeball of the season because it's the product. It's the product. Like, I don't care that I don't see Ronald. Hey, when was the last time you saw Ronald McDonald the clown? Never. Uh, Dave, that's what? a very valid point. That might be the smartest <laughs> thing you said in the two-year history of the 1424 podcast. You know, is, is anyone going to put me in? <laughs> is anyone going to put me in yellow overalls, red shoes, and a wig for for a hundred million? Uh, well, maybe for a three-year anniversary, might do something like that. But whatever, well, yeah. But, but something like that, you don't see it because you know what? The spokesperson is dead. We don't need the sell. The salesperson is selling hamburgers. Why are we doing this fucking shit anymore? Because we don't need to do this shit anymore. But they they still bring Urban Meyer, and I think that's his public. I don't know who fucking figures this out because what 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 kind of annoyed me is because Nebraska, a once proud organization, that's on Terrible hard times. Right yeah, and and in the Big Ten, which is when they first came in, like oh whatever, what are we gonna do? Uh, we're in the Big Ten now, not in the Big Eight or whatever it used to be. But they kind of stink, you know. Like, so should Nebraska look into hiring Urban Meyer? I saw that two, three times. They, they, actually, they actually said yeah. it's it's not going to happen. They, they they squashed that rumor, so guaranteed by tomorrow when the show comes I out, heard, they're going to make it. He'll be the head coach of, yeah. of Nebraska. Yeah, guaranteed. he'll be the next yeah. head coach. Yeah. Guaranteed. Yeah, Dave Roberts. With like when you you get a guy with the the pedigree that he has in the college game, but went to the pro the pro game and struggled it like he did, and he didn't last a, a season. Would you bring a guy like Urban Meyer back? Because now the, today's athletes are so much different. Today's athletes are so much more coddled and they have transfer portals and everything else the way it goes with college football. Would you even, if you were the athletic director of whatever college um, and you had an open spot for, for a, a head coach, would you even consider a guy like Urban Meyer? Uh, now, uh, I don't, money drives everything. And now if you are an organization that's going through a slump or a college university that's going through a slump uh, and you want to put fans in the seats, they, they make these moves all the time with, with other coaches, other players and try to bring in guys, you know, and he's got a proven track record. I, you know, personally, I would not, if that was, if it was a college or university that I ran that I was yeah. able to, I would not because of those indiscretions. Um, uh, but uh, absolutely. If you're, if you're, if you're uh, AP, um, wants that guy in there to win football games. You're gonna fucking you're gonna win football games, and you're gonna bring him in there to do that because his college re- his record as a college university instructor or coach has proven that he has won championships. He's and he's taken Ohio State, which is a pretty decent team at the time, to being the national level and being in the playoffs for four or five years in a row. Right? You know? Yeah, they're and right he, there every year. They're and they're right yeah. there every year. You know? And it, it's one of those things. So now, 
if if it, if you want big spot of big money and you want donations towards your university, well, you know what? You, you probably take a shot in a flyer on there. You might have to to get your PR department on it and pre pre game and look into what people would think in that area. Like, I don't know. You're probably not going to go to Utah Utes again or go to somewhere where religion is really big. But if, if they care about football, if they care about football and like Alabama, like what's the average uh, GPA of the kids in that, uh, uh, Alabama? Probably two. And I don't mean 2.0. I mean, point two. Like they're, you know, at, you know, you go to Stanford and you have to have a three point whatever to, to, to play ball. Right. Actually, so, it's, go ahead. Dave. Sorry, Dave. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think like if you're a team that wants to hire um, someone like Urban Meyer, I think you have one meeting and that's with the booster club. That's it. Cause those are the guys um, signing the checks. Those are the guys, um, the paying for the billboards. Those are the guys paying for everything. Yeah. Not, not the school. Like what's important to you is integrity important to you or should we start winning again? Let's start fucking winning. Again. To a man, every t- every single big big time college team, and I don't know why it is. Uh, it's the boosters. It's the boosters, yeah. and winning is more important than anything to these guys. It is, and yeah. like, that, that, that you brought the transfer or the uh, the GPA, Dave, uh, about these teams and and Stanford. Fuck Stanford, I'm a USC guy, but it's uh, with the transfer portal now. It's it's really unfair. We'll get up, we'll get off this quick, but it's so unfair because. The transfer portal doesn't work for teams like Stanford because you have to have a certain GPA to get into Stanford. Yeah. So mm-hmm. when teams are recruiting other players, like USC's done, done a ph- phenomenal job. They're 3-0 and right now. And the other teams doing the, doing the same thing. And there's players going here and play, players going there. Stanford players can't transfer, or players can't transfer Stanford because you have to be really smart yeah. and be good at football. And, and usually it's not the same. You don't, you can't, you can't have both. <laughs> and well, you and get Stan- a couple alignments. That's what it. Yeah. And Stanford's busy being Stanford. They want to yeah. be competitive and don't worry. Like we, we would rather win football games than lose fo- football games, but we're fucking Stanford. We're Stanford. We're Stanford. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, and, and and they've, which had, is, they've been quite successful over the years, actually, which they've done. Okay. Which is, which kind of hurts my little heart because you, you shouldn't be able to be smart and, and good at football as well. <laughs> uh, it's just kind of the way things go. Another question, guys, did you happen to catch the uh, Herm Edwards, Arizona state university after the game was done on Saturday night? I think lost to Eastern Michigan. I think it was the athletic director and some other guy met him on the field and basically said, we have to talk. To me, like Herm Edwards is a class guy and been around the game for a long time. For that to happen, I thought was shitty. What did they like? Edwards probably knew he was getting the axe after losing Eastern Eastern Michigan. That's a shit move for Arizona State directors to come on the field. Go, hey, we got to talk because you could see the 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 body the body language on Edwards droop a little bit. Did they think he was going to just take his keys and run away or just not, like refuse to leave like fucking Donald Trump or like, like what was the, the what could the, the, the thought process possibly have been for the athletic directors to come on the field and say, you're done at that point. Uh, did they fire him? At on that the point? spot. Um, I, 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 I'll be honest. I did. I, I read the, uh, some things about uh, how he was treated ill by uh, ASU, but that's all I know. I was busy this weekend. I can't really comment, but like, fuck her, Edwards. 
I don't think he's a good coach. Yeah, you just lost his job. Now you're going to fuck him too? <laughs> well, Jesus, like what has he done? Like where has he coached successfully? Where? Not ASU, obviously. Or the Jets, right? And yeah. or was he at, with the Bengals? Like, I don't fucking know. Is I he know the, it, you play to win the game? Is he, he's that guy, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. That's, yeah, and that's, that's 15 years ago, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, I, I thought he was, a, he's, he's a player's coach. The players really like him because he did play the I believe he played the game as a, as a professional, yeah. you know, in his younger years, right? I, a, lot of, a lot of good following with the players. He's a player's coach. I don't think he's the big name and all that sort of stuff. He he's brought up some better product out of ASU in the last couple of years um, uh, with IU going there, and, and they brought some things. So I, I it's um, I, again, you have to be head coach. Um, it, it, they're a special breed. Not everybody can be one. You can be an unbelievable coordinator, but uh, look at uh, what's I'm going to go with the guy that was uh, he was with Dallas um, as their offensive coordinator, and then went to went to try to be head coach and was terrible. Uh, he's, he's got like three shots in head coaching. Some guys aren't head coaches, and may, that might be urban. He might have to be a, a coordinator, or a, a, it just it doesn't work for some guys. I don't know, Wade, I don't know why. Wade Phillips, yeah. great DC, can't yeah. be a head coach, right? 100%, yeah, failed failed in Denver, failed with the one stars, yeah. but then he won a couple. He's won more than one uh, one Super Bowl as a DC. Yeah, and had, right. and had some of the best defenses in history. You bet, was, right? You know, when he was the DC in, in Dallas, they have some. Unbelievable defenses some years. Yeah, you know, three, four team, but it, it, again, just didn't translate it couldn't, to the yeah. level. Couldn't coach the Broncos. Couldn't head coach the One Stars, and then he won the Super Bowl with um, with uh, Denver as a DC again. Yeah. And then he went to LA when they went to the Super Bowl as their DC. Yeah, and lost that Super Bowl, but nonetheless, he's he's clearly can't. He's not a head coach. Yeah. That might be my favorite line of the year so far. The the Dallas start the, the Dallas Cowboys logo is not not a, a logo. It's it's a rating with the one star rating. I fucking love that one. That's a good one from a fan of the van uh, podcast in uh, down in, in in Jersey. I love that. It makes me laugh every time. Anyways, was no college football. It's a it's a greasy 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 game. We 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 know it. It's just it is. There's no getting around that. There's a, a lot of stuff going on. And, and Urban Meyer might be not the the greasiest of greasy? all, but Greasy, greasy dude. He's yeah, a greasy dude who, who's benefited a lot from it over the years. It, it's, it's quite astonishing that he still gets gigs after, especially with the, uh, like you said, the, uh, the the woke nation, the politically correct nation that we live in, that he was allowed back on, on Fox TV, but the, maybe that's what Fox is too. Who knows? Who knows? Anyways, the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more brought to you by SeatGeek and SeatGeek.com. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today. Free beer. Free parking. Well, discounted parking. Hey, it's Brent from the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. For all of you out there who like to have a little skin on the game, go to BetUS.com to make all your sports wagers. BetUS.com has all the sportsbook options available at your fingertips from pro and college football to baseball, hockey, horse racing, and beyond. And with an initial sign-up bonus of 125%, you get more bang for your buck at BetUS.com. Just click on all our on our personalized link that can be found on all our social media accounts and start betting today at America's favorite sportsbook. There is also an online casino for those of you who like to play the tables as well. So sign up at America's favorite sports book today and pad your pockets at betus.com.
1420 Sports Bar Podcast, former sports talk, and a whole lot more brought to you by America's favorite sports book, BetUS.com. Today, you use our personalized link at BetUS.com today and receive 125% sign-up bonus. Boys, we were going to talk about something else, but we got started a great conversation. Hopefully, we remember what we just said, because sometimes we don't. We're getting a little bit older, but we're talking about quarterbacks and uh all football show. This has been great so far. Um, talking about quarterbacks and how things going, and the, we're only we're two weeks in, and Josh Allen for the Bills. And the Bills just destroyed. Uh, see, I forget who they were playing tonight. So how bad, bad they beat them, um, Tennessee. Tennessee. But I I said dur- during the break here that Patrick Mahomes is still the guy, and he's having the kind of season right now. So it's only two games in, so it is early, but screaming hot take. Patrick Mahomes, he was so sick of hearing about every other quarterback, and there was all the controversy of quarterbacks, and you heard about Josh Allen, you heard about this guy and that guy and everything else. The, the first two games, what he's done to me, he's put his beer on the counter, he said, hold my beer, look at me go. Mahomes has been unbelievable, and until somebody um, does something astronomical, you, you're not going to convince me there's anybody better right now. No, uh, I couldn't hear you that more. Uh, he's uh, he throws he he throws well on the run. He's got all different arm angles. He's accurate. He's accurate on the move. Um, he's going to be running for his life for the next couple of years, I predict. But uh, it doesn't matter. He, he's he's young enough and able enough to do all of those things and hit all the throws in all the areas of the field on the move and going the wrong way, which he shouldn't be able to do in, in football, which hasn't been seen a whole bunch. Aaron Rodgers, maybe, but I guess we talked about it a few minutes ago. He is the best thrower of football I've ever seen. Him and Elway are just in some, wow, moment, right? But it's, he, he Dan Marino, another one, but it, it, those are, Aaron Rodgers is just on, in that, I, that's a class of the NFC anyways. Any, I don't even think it's any close. Um, the AFC, I got Mahomes a bit higher if a couple points, just the, the mobility, the throwing on the run for me, it doesn't. But then right after that, I think you go with Herbert out of that as uh, the Chargers on there. Um, and I might even give, I might even give Mahomes or give Herbert the upside and the edge in some of those categories when they wear that blue, when they wear that for that light blue. That made, <laughs> oh, that's a nice jersey. There's something about uh, like uh, like powder I, I, blue. I'm a big fan of like because they were in San Diego. They're not obviously anymore, but San Diego jerseys to me, I'm going to keep going back because they're still the San Diego Chargers. I'll, I'll probably call them the San Diego Chargers forever. Yeah. Between the Padres um, road jerseys with their brown pinstripes and and the San Diego uh, Chargers powder blues, probably the nicest uniforms in sports. Disagree, but that's neither here nor there. We're not going to talk about that. We're talking about quarterbacks, <laughs> and. Uh, you know, I a think, little bit there, Dave. Yeah. Well, it's just not time and place, right? Um, Mahomes, I believe he's getting better and better. The arm strength, the mobility. And when I say mobility, I don't mean Lamar Jackson, Michael Vick mobility. I'm talking about a guy that can scamper for the occasional 10, 12 yards, but that's it's never the called play. It's never a designed run for the quarterback. But when I say mobility, it's like Aaron Rodgers has been the best that I've seen in the last 10 years who can just move that pocket, roll out, and buy time and footwork and arm strength and accuracy. I believe that in the last 15 years, there's never been a better – There's the best quarterback in the NFL has been Aaron Rodgers. It's not Tom Brady. It's not Eli uh, – sorry, it's not uh, Peyton Manning. It's Aaron Rodgers. That motherfucker – can throw so far and so accurate. And I, and I, 
for lack of a better comparison, it's just like, you know, when you're 20 as a receiver learning how to play with Aaron Rodgers, show me your hands. I'm going to hit him. Show me your hands. I'm going to hit him. I mean, you, you honestly don't believe that you're open. And then all of a sudden it hits you in the shoulder and you get back to that. Oh, what the fuck? What are you doing? You didn't catch it. Why? You didn't think I was open. I hit you in the shoulder. You were open. And so yeah. that's what Aaron Rodgers is telling these guys when they come back to the huddle. It's like playing with Wayne Gretzky. Keep your stick on the fucking ice because you never when the no, you never know when the puck's going to hit you. Yeah. The puck's going to be there. The ball's going to be there. If you're open, if you don't think you're open, if there's a if there's a one foot window, I can hit it. You haven't played with a quarterback like me. You've played college football. You played uh, college football with good people. You've done this and you've had to make the catches. Now I'm doing the work for you. I'm putting it on a plate in your hands. Be fucking ready. That's how good Aaron Rodgers is. The thing is, though, like what the, the Jesus Christ, we're getting old. But the the Green Bay Packers have had two of the best quarterbacks, arguably the top ten quarterbacks in NFL history in the last uh, last twenty five years. Okay, twenty last top top twenty quarterbacks, Dave. Uh, but two Super Bowls total. What's the reasoning behind that? Like, is it because these because because, because both because both Barv and Rogers are kind of nozzles? Like, they're not yeah. the nicest guys. Like, they're not. I'm and, gonna totally disagree with that, but continue your thought. They like, they eat they eat too much cheese down there in Wisconsin. But yeah, it's I, you know what the problem is. The problem is, in my opinion. The it is a publicly owned or whatever owned organization. There's no owner that's going to pull the trigger on a fifty million dollar pass rusher guy, take a flyer and it work or not work. You know they they don't they don't typically sign a lot of, of free agent guys. Uh, they 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 don't they, they, right like they never bring in they 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 develop well. If you're lucky enough, you've got fucking Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre that you you can take a year to develop guys and have guys playing well. Now the way the NFL is in moving pieces and it's a lot different than, than it was even ten years ago. Um, with guys moving, taking deals to go to different teams and bigger spotlights and offenses and all that jazz. Uh, you might get a guy, but but no, they don't make splashy signings in the offseason, or they don't they won't go after an OBJ because he won't fit that style or that that way they do it. And and the shareholders they have to ask for permission to spend money, right? So I, I think that's the only reason they've only had with because there's no way you can have totally disagree. Two good quarterbacks. I totally like disagree. That. They are two all time quarterbacks, Ben Robies. Two all time quarterbacks. Back, back the only back. guys who started their for, for them, for in in my football watching life, have been Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers, and they have two Super Bowls. Yeah, look at well, you know, it's my team, but Denver has been in more Super Bowls than um, than Green Bay, right? Like yeah. in 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 your lifetime, and we've had John Elway, and we've had a ton of shit. We've had a ton of shit. You named between... one quarterback, not two, though. What do you mean? Like so they so they Manning been, okay, the Denver won with Manning in spite of Manning. Correct. Yeah. So like, yeah, like I, I may right. have been able to coach that, right? I was sorry, not coach that. You team, could have quarterback like, that like, team. Yeah. Like so Manning when he was awesome. A we lost we lost in the AFC championship game. We sorry, the Broncos lost in the AFC championship yeah, whatever you game. Were. To I said I I correct. I know you correct yourself. I I was I shouldn't be. Uh, They they lost to uh, Baltimore and Joe Flacco, and then they lost to um, they got their asses handed to them 
by uh, Seattle. Seattle. And then when when Manning was terrible, they won because yeah. of a because of a dominant defense and and uh, Vaughn Miller. Defense, yeah. yeah, it's it's hard it to win nothing. unless you're Tom Brady and you're and then also here, but no, but they can also I say to this uh, Green Bay thing, the they're community owned. But they don't give a fuck. Like they're they're making just as much money as any other team, and they're they're sold out every single. But game. they don't make like nobody goes to Green. Like you you never see someone going to Green Bay to play. Like you never see a free agent go. It's cold. Like it's shitty. Like it's it's the same thing as Edmonton Oilers. You don't see free agents signing in Edmonton because it's fucking shitty, man. What? Well, then then how come? Well, it's like so you're so you're saying that entire division is fucked. No, no, I'm saying it's no, you, that's you exactly to, what you're saying. You have to draft and develop a lot more than, than than you do in other places where you get free agents to go to. But yeah, yeah, but if, you, if you're going to add a zero to my paycheck, I'll go play in the cold weather. But if he, if the owners wants you there, in, in all those other teams in that division, if the owner wants you there, he'll get you there, and, or, or the team wants you there, the owner will make that happen. This you have to go through a step process, and you're you're not going to take flyers on guys that an owner might want to take a flyer on. Like Jerry Jones is, is a, a big example of that, where he will take a flyer on a dude and pay him ridiculous amounts of money, Amari uh, Cooper, and let it work for two years and get rid of him or, or just cut him and doesn't care. Albert Ainsworth. You know, okay, uh, so everything you guys just said, then tell me why Stefan Diggs is playing in Buffalo. Chance to win, maybe. Well, so that's that you're stepping on your dick, right? Like, Well, no, he, but he's got a quarterback, so he, he knows they're going to win. Well, the same with Green Bay. Why isn't Stephon Diggs in well, Green Bay? Well, that's what get that. The Green Bay's Green Bay's never really. A, they have, they have they a chance to win every time. I, I, uh, but they if, haven't if, though. If neither has Buffalo. Neither yeah, but if you Buffalo. make it, if you make a trade, I know what you're guy, saying, Daniel. Like, like it's just yeah. But if, yeah. if you if you make a trade, so it looks like if he wanted to be wanted and he didn't like Zimmer, which a lot of players in the offense did. Um, he wanted out and they went there and then he saw Alan, he signed he up the deal and all that because he thought of what would happen. Well, if if uh, Green Bay makes some trades like that and get a digs, you think they leave Aaron Rodgers? I fuck, I doubt that. Like, if uh, you know, unless they want more money, which again, once you're in that organization, they do pay well. It's just they don't go outside of the box to go grab guys, they just draft what? and develop. If you're a talented receiver, why wouldn't you play two years with Aaron Rodgers, pad your stats like, um. Aaron, like whoever the fuck went to who went to the Raiders? Um, oh, Aaron yeah, Jones, yeah, not Jones. Uh, see, that's the problem that 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 you got is that skilled guys go high in the draft, like or or left tackle, um, go or quarterbacks go high in the draft, and then uh, Green Bay has they don't draft low, so they don't they don't get that receiver. They're drafting, they're right? drafting mid to mid to late 20s every year. So they don't get that those 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 those, those receivers to, to to join them. They don't get the. It's just yeah. I don't. It, it's it's. I I just think it's odd to me that you have two of the top fifty quarterbacks of all time, top twenty in the last thirty years, and they have two I, Super Bowls. I, I think I, it's, Brett, it's odd. Brett Favre can fuck off. Well, you know I don't there's like issues and grievances and major concerns with his off the field antics over the last he, 20 years and everything he else. He was overrated when he was playing. Yeah, That's he was story. real good. Yeah. He was real good. He's, but he's you know, overrated. I was drugged up for quite a few years there and then hopped up on goofballs and pain meds. Uh, he's a pretty damn good quarterback. But That's why you can see those games where he'd throw four picks. In other games, he wouldn't throw any and hit everybody on the money. 
right? I think then there was, there was games where he would he looked bad, and he could go through those stretches where he looked bad. But there were stretches where he'd be lights out. But he always he knew he was always going to throw a bad pick across his body late in the game if they were down. You know, he always took a shot, but it worked out for him ninety percent of the time. Well, he played a lot of hero ball, right? Yeah. And that's that's feast or famine. There's a lot of feast or famine with him a lot. Like there there yeah. was like he would he would throw things like oh Jesus oh Jesus, and then it was great, and he was running down the field with his helmet off, you know, leading the charge. Uh, boys, top three guys right now. Like there's a lot of, there's a lot of good quarterbacks. There's a few great ones. There's some bad ones. There's some adequate ones that just get you through a game. Who's your top three in the game right now? To build upon or this year? This year. Build upon, oh, like just to like, okay. Like right now, if you, if you were, if you were both given the, 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 the keys to the, to the Maserati and you could gr- grab any three guys you want, who, who are you taking? I would take Josh Allen and, and Pat Mahomes one, two, uh, or like depending on my, my mood, I would flip them back and forth. Cause I think those two are absolute fucking money makers. I'll take Mahomes first. Cause he does have the ring. Then I'll take Josh Allen. And then I would take, you know what? I would, I would take Lamar Jackson. Those are my three. I, I, I won't argue on one and two um, and, and, or what order to take those in. It is the mood or, you know, how you feel. Cause it, it doesn't matter that one, but uh, my third got to be here on it. I had all the, the stuff aside. I, you know, I, I think he struggles a little bit with, rookie receivers yet like you said we were talking earlier about the just hold your hands out um i'll catch i'll hit you with the ball even if you don't think you're open you're fucking open i'll get you the ball over it. um and he doesn't like young receivers because until they've played with him a year or two until they figure that out they don't look well and he doesn't look well and, you know that watson dude or whatever dropping balls you can't have that but he hits guys everywhere i that's those are my three i think about three guys and in all honesty i put all three of those guys as it would be the depending on what game i'm going against or what day i'm going against it, it, it would matter yeah, it's crazy. Like, like we we've talked about it on the show, like me and Dave, a lot about how like there, there's only a few really great quarterbacks. Like, there's some some like uh, they're interchangeable, and there's only like four or five guys who you can say, okay, this guy's really good. Um, Jackson's something else to watch. Like, he's the yeah, it's it's something. Uh, nobody's saying anything with Tua. He's only too. He's he's so he's too young, and I don't I don't believe in him at all. And he's too small. Um, I, I, and he played so he, Alabama. Fuck he, Alabama. Yeah, that's right. He's yeah. a, he's a good. He's, he's going to be a good game manager and a good. He's mobile, like an Alex Smith with like the three foot Alex Smith. Like I, I don't know like, eh, if it'll translate longer. Um, they've got a little window now. I think they've, they've got good pieces on every level. They're fast as shit everywhere. Like running Mostert, running back, uh, Tyree kills wide receiver, Waddle at wide receiver. Um, they're fast in all facets on the offense. He's just got to get him the ball. I again, I don't. I think he'll if he's a seventy percent passer, he's going to look really good in that offense until they figure out uh, McDaniel's tendencies or Mike Daniels' tendencies. Speed kills, hey. Like yeah. it don't. It yeah, don't matter. Every it, sport, it don't matter. Speed but kills. A lot, of, a lot of those passes, even auto are, racing. No, in 10, 10, 15 years, like your 10, 15 yard uh, plays that are going to the house. You get guys that can do that. Your quarterback looks real good all of a sudden. And you know, yards like, after catch, right? Yeah, it's just yeah. putting it's putting the ball in the hands of the playmakers, right? But different, you know, and, and absolutely when figures. they when they do that, it, you know, it it's, it looks like two of his numbers are going to go through the roof if he's accurate and gets those guys. They make a guy miss and go yard. 
that he, that makes two of like, Oh, you went from an 80 yard play to a, it should have been a five yard, but he made the miss and now it's 80 yarder. Well, that yeah. looks like he's gone, gotten huge stats. So it's going to be padded that way, I think. But yeah, because he threw for 500 and whatever yards. Well, yeah, no, you six didn't. touchdowns, whatever the fuck. You didn't there. run throw for that many yards. You did. He, his he stats for, line. He threw for over 400. Yeah, 467, yeah. I think it was. That's ungodly. But like, like Dave was just saying, you did because that guy just ran really fast away from that oh, guy. Waddle, Waddle yeah. had a couple big right. ones. Hill had at, a big one. It was, it was yards after the catch. Like, yeah. it, so it's, it, 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 because that that one's always been a funny stat to me is 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 passing yards. Well, you didn't throw the ball that far. That guy ran that far. Like yeah. fuck off. Threw the ball Whatever. twenty yards and then he ran eighty. Not even. Like, wow, yeah. gone. So yeah, it's it's a funny stat for, to me. Go ahead, Dave. On this note, I had the best fantasy weekend ever in the history of my fantasy football. OJ's white I, Broncos. OJ's white Broncos. I have on my roster Lamar Jackson. And Waddle. So those two fucking let it the fuck up. And I also have Andrews. <clears throat> Excuse me. I put it on my Twitter. And thanks to everybody listening who chimed in on Twitter. Um, your input was greatly appreciated. Didn't mean a fucking thing. Because my receiver and quarterback. And I was asking, asking running back advi- advice. But thanks to everybody. OJ's white Broncos kicked the ever-loving fucking shit. Fantasy dorks are uh, funny. Fantasy it's the most important thing on the planet to everybody's fantasy team. It's not that important, but it was no, just no. Like, it's just, I just find it funny. I had a fucking week, and so when you have a fucking week, just you got to brag it up because you're gonna have a shit one next week. You yeah. got that, brother, because that's what <laughs> I was saying every week. Well, you get, get to be the break. GM of a team. You get to bring in the guys you want. It makes a little more. Oh, you it got, drives me nuts. I know. I have, it's As a football guy with, with fantasy, quick little take on this. As a football guy with fantasy, I don't like it a whole bunch because I, I like watching football. I like watching my teams. I like watching the game, the chess yeah. match it is between players and men. And same, like same. That. You know, and, and fantasy is uh, is a little different if you get you, you, you get too involved with, with, with stats and you don't watch the game. You don't watch the game, and that that bugs me a bit, right? Like it, it's you go to you go with some boys, and they're like, "Oh, let's watch the what's Dave doing?" They're just fucking rough and just training for the game or something. Dave, like, uh, you're lifting your couch up right now. Yeah, I am. I, I I dropped something, and I'm trying to find it, and I don't know where it is. I don't know if it's in the fucking cushions. Something tells me it's a gummy. Uh, no, it's something. <laughs> Sorry. But that's one of those things, right? Like I said, if you you go and you watch, like, oh, let's watch this game real quick. Let's watch that game. No fuck, I want to watch. I want to watch football. I'm the watching, game. and it, it doesn't matter what teams I'm watching. Obviously, with the Niners play, they take precedence. But you know, if anything else, it's it, just the game you watch. It, you respect it. You respect. So the fantasy's taken away that from people, but it has a hundred percent. That's what. That's the only reason why the red zone exists. It's the only yeah, reason. All. Yeah. And we've talked about this before, and I, I've been guilty of that. But, like, even last year, halfway through the season, I said, uh, Brent and I were, were talking, I said, like, I'm done with Red Zone. Because I, I miss watching a game. Yeah. I do. I miss watching a game. And I wasn't watching Red Zone because of my fantasy. I was just watching Red Zone because I wanted to see all the scores. But, like, yeah, yeah uh, fuck. No, I appreciate the ebb and flow of a game. Yeah, and, and 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 I do, and and that's what when the Broncos are on, that's the game I'm watching. Yeah, and so I will watch that that game regardless, and then I'll pick a game here and there, and then obviously the Sunday night, Monday night games, I'll yeah, watch take, take because yeah, 
Yeah, I was in that meeting the other night with the Belly Up Media Network, um, who who are a part of, and their fantasy shows are they they do unbelievable ratings, unbelievable, yeah. and just pe- people just looking for content. Who did pick a fucking player and run with it? What do you win in two hundred bucks? Like yeah. it, it, exactly, it's it's, it's it's crazy. Yes, yeah. there are some major ones that are big, but it's fantasy football it's it's absolute lunacy to me to me i mean i don't so, play it i i went to a to a draft there a few weeks ago and i'm only i'm in a couple of any i get pressured yeah. in every year to go into a bunch i mean it's fun but yeah yeah, yeah. so I, I i went into a draft and i had never been to with one of these guys and it was a couple of different leagues in one go and you anted up and you did all that sort of stuff and i i walked in i i and i will granted i i love football i'm a junkie um so I know lots of players about every team and, and schemes and this that, and the other. So I, I already had a, a, a thing in my head what I was going after um, in in players and in teams. But uh, there was guys that came with like Bibles that were like 500 pages and like ticket notes on pages and, and who they're looking for and things cross on. I was like, I couldn't believe what these guys were doing. I was like, you, well, but again, I, I'm, I, I, I'm lucky enough with what I do that I, that I get to watch a lot of sports and then watch a lot of football and I'm in touch yep. with so I, it's always on the forefront of my brain that I don't need a book to, to remind me of, of, of who's playing, but it is, it, it is, a, it's a phenomenon. Everybody loves it. And I, I said, I, I'm, I know football enough. I don't find sleepers and all of these things like some guys do, uh, but that's what you let those guys do. And they, and, and there is a podcast that that's, you go sneak one, a waiver wire pickup that might run you. Into yeah. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Like it's, 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 it's insanity to me. Like I, good on them. Like it, whatever you do, you do. I watch a thousand baseball games a day and whatever. I, I just find it. I find it just absolutely insane how much time gets put into it. And this, and these guys who just this guy and this guy and waiver wires and blah, it's like, And then week one, while well, my year is over. Yeah. <laughs> and like, they'll take a day off of work to watch the NFL draft. I and mean, like you know, and all weekend they're watching the, the combine in Indy. Like well, seriously, I, 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 grab I, I, a fucking hobby better than this, man. Like, grab a oh, boob. Grab a boob for the first time in your life, baby. That's probably a thing, eh? Or like, or start wanting to grab boobs. Like I, I was know. down in in Phoenix. Oh, this a lot of years ago. Now it was grabbing uh, boobs. Nah, I don't think I did that weekend. Oh, okay. I probably attempted to grab, but not in a in a bad way. Like I was probably trying to hook up with somebody. This is essential boob grabbing. This is before I was uh, happily um, with somebody. Um, but I, I was watch. I was at, going to a baseball game, and it was the week in the NFL draft. And I was just, I went to a bar before, and the draft was on, and the people going bananas over the draft. I was. What's going on here? No, it's the NFL draft. It's like, okay. Like that guy's not playing next year, so who cares? Like, whatever. It, it's 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 crazy. Like NFL football is so huge, it's actually got to not you're a fan. It, it's fanatical at this point. Like it's maniacal almost. Yeah, NFL NFL's a beast. It's it's, it's a machine that if, if if you're if you are uh a sports franchise the sports league uh, you should try and model after what the nfl has done if and that's whether you're in europe or you know not people bang on goodell but they've done some stuff and 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 football is bigger than it's ever been i know they're trying to get overseas and stuff like that but football is huge I, i'm 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 gonna uh, say that i uh, also fall in that trap of people that watch the nfl draft and 
I study the players coming out of college. No, it's like, fine. Like I like yeah. I love I love college football. I love it. Yeah, like yeah. Um, and, but by the time the draft hits, they could go with dropping it down to an hour show, like a forty-five minute special with a couple of commercials in there. But by the time you get there, you know what every team is fucking doing down there. You know who's going where. He might not be the right player, but you know the positions. And it, it, there's obviously trades and things like that. But yeah, you know the, it's. Most of that stuff, they could go without the drama and the, the weight. And, you know, I show this kid a stat, show he did, draft him, done over with. Don't make him wait long. Honestly, you've got all of your moves and your trades. Obviously, they know the, the, the draft's you know done. What you're doing. The name's yeah. on the jersey already. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And as a fan, and regardless of my knowledge base, there's absolutely shit fuck all I can do to change any result on the road. That's it. What am I going to do? Write a letter? Yeah. Been writing letters my whole goddamn life. But they, you know, they said this is the first big event for these kids to get into the league. They get sponsored right there. They're all wearing suits, and half those kids don't have the money to, to pay for the and diamond earrings. But, I, but I'm talking about me and the time spent and the, 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 all these guys, these basement dwellers that want to break down the draft and tell, tell me why their GM is good or bad. And, and then you have the psychopath fans that are just like, Raiders. You guys suck. Like Buddy the Elf. What Brownie the Elf? How did Bro- Brownie? Brownie. Brownie the Elf for the Cleveland Browns this weekend. Yeah, on on the on the field. Jesus, fuck me. I don't understand. That. Did you the see Brownie elf. the Elf, Dave? For sure, no. you did. Honestly, oh, there. I'll, I'll I'll send it to you, Brownie. Oh, just the, uh, uh, just yeah. do it on your phone on next oh, break. Just like Brownie Lord the Elf. Jesus, I can. Cleveland's gonna Cleveland. Anyways, the fourteen twenty Sports Bar Podcast. Four Mirror Sports talking a whole lot more brought to you by BetUS.com, America's favorite sports book. Click on our personalized link, get 125% sign-up bonus at BetUS.com today. You are never too old or too cool to show support for your favorite team. Fans Edge, who's an affiliate of Fanatics, has everything a sports fan could possibly be looking for. From hats to apparel to giftware and memorabilia, Fans Edge is the place for you. With hassle-free returns, free shipping on order of over 100 bucks in Canada, and free shipping on all orders in the continental United States, Fans Edge makes it easy to get what you want when you want it. Just click on the link on our Twitter and Facebook accounts, and that will take you directly to our Fans Edge affiliate pages, and you can start shopping. Every time you purchase something from there, it supports the 1420 Sports Podcast as we get a percentage, and that's a good thing. So go to Fans Edge today for all your fan gear needs. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, Four Mirror Sports Talk, and a whole lot more. Dave, one thing you got came up with, I don't know how you did it all on your own. I'm not sure if you did. You said that you got pirated. We should have uh, trademarked this right off the bat. But anyways, give us this week for me and Dave Roberts, his first time uh, on the show. How going to have him back for sure. This has been a great, a great uh, conversation piece tonight. But uh, Dave, give us your would you rathers. So my would you rather is all about would you rather go for a beer? Yeah. Like so the three of us are together and there's gonna I'm gonna give you a couple of people. Would you rather this person or that person join us for a beer? Join us for a beer. So three of us are going to see the silver buckle and then yep. this person's coming or not coming. Yeah, absolutely. And these are all fictional characters. Yeah. All fictional characters. Who would you rather? Join us for a beer. Maverick or Goose? Oh, uh, if I got to start, I shit, that's a tough one. No, uh, I, I don't, eh. you got to go with Maverick. 
Um, he lives, obviously. Goose, uh, Goose doesn't quite make her through the first tour. Um, and uh, they did just come out with a new one, and it is pretty dreamy. I, I'm not gonna lie, me and uh, the better half went to watch the new one in the theaters there, and uh, I went to get my phone out of my pocket, and it fell out because uh, I'd be comfortable before the movie, right? And uh, the phone fell out of the pocket and smashed. And I said it was because Tom Cruise showed up with his shirt up on TV again, but it looks uh, I think it'd be Maverick. Maverick or Goose, Brent? I would stick with Maverick as well. I just think it's just he's the ah fuck. I don't want to say that, but <laughs> Goose might have better stories because he's watched Maverick do his thing, right? And that's good truth. Yeah, and Maverick. Like, the a, he does have the best stories. He's a witness to Maverick. Yeah, Maverick's going to tell you what Maverick thinks of Maverick. Yeah, yeah, Goose, is gonna right, right. Goose is going to tell you what he saw Maverick do. Yeah, and, and, he, and he's also going to call bullshit. And I like that guy a little bit better because I was I was Maverick, <laughs> I guess. When you come down and watch what this fucking moron's going to do, and this moron's going to talk about himself. So yeah, I'll actually go with Goose. So why? So you didn't see one second of the of the new the new Top Gun movie, Dave? Myself? No, Dave Roberts. Oh yeah, we, oh yeah, we did. Yeah, we went yeah. and watched it at the theaters. It was I so haven't. I, I've been meaning to go, and we just haven't. Yeah, you know what? I, I'll give it. Was a, it good for for a sequel? Um, it was really good. You know, they 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 splashed in some old stuff. They brought in some, and and the new story and the some of the guys they had in played good spots. Like they got that uh, Miles Teller, whatever his name is. He played uh, Goose's kid. He went through it, and uh, it kind of looks like him. They did some, and he did well. I I, I thought it was. I, you know, and it's hard to go against. Remember, you're not going to an Academy Award winning picture here. Uh, you're going to an action movie with a bit of a story to it. To so be entertained. It, you're there yeah, to be entertained. To take it for what it's worth. I um, hate those learning movies. Deanna's trying to get me to watch those learning movies and stuff. I don't, I'm like, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off learning. I'm too old to learn. Uh, yeah, I, no, no one's ever too old to learn. I, I just will... told you I am. Well, okay. Well, then, <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. Um uh so uh this one uh is the same person in three different movies. Oh, fuck. So would you rather go for a beer with Crash Davis with Roy McAvoy or uh jeez uh, or it, for or Crash and for the love of the game? What's his character's name? I I, for, I was supposed to look that up, and I forgot to. His character's name is Billy Chapel. Roy McAvoy is from? Uh, Tin Cup, the Tin golf Cup. one. So Crash Davis from uh, Bull Durham, Roy McAvoy from Tin Cup, or Billy Chapel from For the Lover of the Game? Who would you oh, rather go That's with? a fucking good one. Ah. Uh... Oh man, that was tough because I, I, I now if you, if you go mid season with uh, Crash Davis, you're probably gonna have a good time with the rest of the Durham Bulls, and it's, you're gonna have a few laughs and everything else. Um, you're going to get some insight. You'll be sitting at the back of the bar and and just watching it at the age that we're at. Like you, you're not going to be in the in the in the dance on the dance floor like with the Durham Bulls were. Uh, Roy McAvoy. Uh, he didn't mind getting into her if he's having a bad day. He kind of him and uh, Cheech got into her like qu quite often. Uh, but after a perfect game, 
Oh man. Sitting there after a perfect game in a hotel bar, a, a good baseball conversation, like a, a quasi grown up that I am. And then that and might, retired and he was retired. He was done. That might be the one I would have. I, I, I would go with that one for sure. Yeah, that's that's a tough one too. I, that's uh, all good spots. Casa Beauty, um, you know, I, and and what what I like about that one is it's he, he doesn't give a shit. He's he's I'm gonna make the shot. I I can make the shot. You know, it ends up fucking it up. He doesn't get it, but it, it he's got that confidence and that in his ability to do it. He knew he could do it, and he said, "Well, it's done now. Fuck it. I'm gonna I'm still gonna do it to prove all you girl that I can do it." Right? I like that. But it, after the perfect game, he got it. I, I it's that doesn't happen in sports very often. Um, I'd love to see. I think twenty-eight after. times in total in the history of the game. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it's yeah, and and the guys that have done are all-time greats. It's not you know, it's not like it's just not run of the run mill dude just throws one in. They're usually, they're all-time greats. Dave Roberts, yeah. like you're 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 a golf guy. You play you play a little bit. Have you uh, done the the tin cup ball ball? I can make this shot. I can make this shot, and you, you hit it in the water three or four. Have you done that before? I know I have. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Hundred percent, I have on a part. Is there is four. there anyone behind us? Like that's yeah. the thing. That's the first thing. Is there Absolutely. anyone behind us? And it's yeah. a par five, and things are lining up, and you want that eagle pot. So I can get there in two, and you and then you yeah, you, you bring out the five wood or the three wood. I can get there, and it, you never fucking do. No, you don't ever. You know, <laughs> the, the first one was shit. The second one was better, but it still doesn't get there. Third one, fuck it, whatever. I'll the third one, you swing really hard, and you duff it forty-eight feet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every yeah, time. Uh, yeah. No matter what. Dave, give us one more. We'll call her a night. Last one for the night. Okay. Going for a beer. Who I got three on this one. Who would you rather go for a beer with? Kermit the Frog, Mickey Mouse, or Bugs Buddy? Oh. Kermit, Kermit Mickey, or Bugs? Yeah. Kermit's a ladies' man, though. Kermit's a ladies' man. I think he'd be fun. I think he'd be fun to hang out with for a night. He might. I uh, think Kermit would be all right. Yeah. Uh, Bugs Bunny. He's always chewing carrots. I don't know if I'm down with too that. rambunctious. Yeah, and, and getting in a fight like he's yeah. gonna rap, Yeah, he's causing gonna, trouble. Causing trouble. Like tattoos on guys' faces and shit. Like he, yeah. he wouldn't shut up. Yeah, no, I agree. And then and Bugs Bunny or uh, uh, Mickey Mouse, you're too associated with kids' parks and, and things like that. I'm an adult now. I'm good with that. I'd like to have a conversation with an adult, and I might have to be Kermit the Frog. Yeah, I, I, I wanted because, like, remember Kermit at the Muppet Show? He had to make it work and the thing, and just oh, he yeah. probably had. He had to let his frog legs down a little bit. In, like in the, in the two-year history of the fourteen twenty sports bar podcast, that is the dumbest question that's ever been posed. <laughs> but we're all in agreement. All yeah. of us, one would rather Kermit. go Kermit. I'll just yeah. put that one up on a poll on the fourteen twenty uh, Twitter account. No, that's funny. That's uh, yeah. I no, definitely Kermit. Man, that uh, fuck. I cannot believe that we're like Dave. You're fifty. I'm 48, Dave. You're in your 40s. We're talking about Kermit the Frog, and fucking this is quite funny. Like, just fucking childish. It's great. I love it. Yeah, anyways, no uh, fun show tonight, boys. Uh, we we didn't uh, solve any problems. We managed to create a few more, but it was a good, lots of football talk. Dave Roberts, thank you very much for coming on the show with us. We'll have to have you on again in the in the very near future. Talk some NFL football. Do it every couple of weeks or once a month, whenever you can find availability. Let us know what's going on this week at. Dave Van Robes, Dave Van Robes, the buckle has his 555 steak sandwich. Oh, best of the best. It's fantastic. It's it, you go in, fries, gravy, steak, 
in, out, see you later. They're ready to go. Five fifty-five. There's no better deal in North America, in, in my opinion. It, it's, yeah, it's it's great. Know. It's 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 actually a great deal. Have a beer and a and a bite, and you're you're out for with with ten bucks. It's it's, it's great. What do you got going on in the buckle in the uh, near future? What's going on? What's happening? Ah, uh, well, like I said earlier, we got uh, deals every night. Mondays is wings with football correlation with that. Monday night football, we do a QB one thing there. Uh, beer and a burger for football. Uh, you can do a pick'em league. We give up jerseys every week. Uh, for the prime time game this week was a uh, Jalen Hurts jersey. So, uh, and we got bounce coming. Uh, it's a great time of year. We got we just upgraded our TVs. Everything is now high def. Um, on all channels, we we went to a new system and everything looks looks great. The sports we got Jays coming into playoffs. I mean, and hockey starting. They are going to playoffs. Actually, Jays are going to playoffs. Yeah, I, I'm not in. I'm not a, a huge hockey fan. Or I mean, baseball is tough now because they're going into playoffs. NFL starting. I'm an NFL junkie, so I'm conflicted right now because the Jays look real good, and uh, they're your Yankees are reeling a little bit here at the wrong time of the year. Uh, that could change real fucking quick, though. It's the Yankees. Um, and it's yeah, things are looking good for baseball. Hockey's good. Hockey's starting off in a couple of weeks. We got camps kicking off, so you know it's good. things are going good around there. It's going to be busy. UFC Fight Pass. Do you have UFC Fight Pass? We do not, unfortunately. This Friday, big nasty. Yeah, oh, yeah but, that's right. Big nasty Tom O'Connor fighting on Friday night at uh, River Creek Casino in Enoch or Edmonton, whatever you want to call it. Uh, two different towns, obviously. Fuck Brent, you're dumb but uh no that'd be good tom big nasty's going on it on, on friday night he's got a big fight that we uh promoted on our show about uh, two weeks ago now tom good luck for to that see one him kick the shit out of oh, tim out of tim tim that old tim almost has a tattoo on his face now the only guy fuck i'll get, I'll get off it, i don't know why i'm so worried about this the only guy that can pull up the face tattoo in the history of face tattoos is mike tyson i think that it doesn't it's it's dumb no, that's just because you're scared of my. That's cause, just because you were scared to meet Mike Tyson anywhere. Yeah, but it, that one I can kind. of... All right, I I get it. The rest of them I don't get it. I I, I never get it. I never get face tattoos. I don't get Mike Tyson tattoos on his face. They don't look but bad. If, but if it's that your thing, it it did look bad when he first got it. But now we've been looking at it for twenty years. I think I think right? he's aged into it. Yeah, it, it suits him. But you just bit a dude's ear off and, and doing your boxing. So a face tattoo isn't a bunch of a shock. Yeah, so, so yeah, exactly. You know, when that's the second <laughs> dumbest thing you've done in your <laughs> yeah. life. Well, is that third? Like he's yeah. great. Well, yeah, there was there was some other understanding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. So when like, you look at it, you're like, well, it's, it's, well it's, you know, that might be the twentieth dumbest thing he's done in his life. Yeah. <laughs> when the face tattoos a twentieth dumbest no, thing no, in your no, life. Now you tell me, Jimmy G, you show up with a with a face tattoo tomorrow and see what the reaction is. Anyways. Anyways. But no, this, is, this is a lot of fun, boys. We'll have to do it again very soon. Dave, I will see you on Friday night at the Buckle. Have a have a couple of beers. Dave, we'll talk to you again on probably Thursday night. We got a lot going on. It's just a great show. We had a lot of fun. We'll get this out to the producer Jim, and he'll put some sound to it, make it sound a lot better than we are. The fourteen twenty Sports Bar Podcast. Four beers, sports talking a whole lot more. Take care of each other because we. Uh, t- what the fuck is it? Take care of each other because oh, I, I just blew it. Take care of each other. each other because we need, we need you around. No. Keep your stick on the ice. Oh, uh, I blew it. Uh, Whatever. Now I'm all flustered. Keep yeah, your stick so on the ice. And what else, Dave? I don't want to see Jim swing at high pitches, and your uncle might be drunk. No, I'm not. I just blew it. I got a lot going well, on. I just, I just go, go along. Okay. 
But nonetheless, thanks for joining us tonight, Dave. Um, I had a great time meeting you and talking with you. Thank you very much, boys. I appreciate it. Thanks for it. Oh, it was good. Gorgeous gym is fine, but the NFC is not good. They're not going to be the NFC refs no. this year. I'm sorry, buddy. Super Bowl champions. It's going to be um, from the AFC. It's going to be the Bills or the Chiefs. They're, they're, I think, the clear two best teams in the league. Yeah. Bills and yeah. Chiefs. Yeah, either way. Whatever wins the AFC should win the whatever. Whatever team comes out of the AFC yeah. should win the Super Bowl. Yeah, and then also I forgot to say it earlier on the Bengals like they're not sneaking up on anybody anymore. No, well, that's, getting, there's tape on them. They they know what they do. You know, that's, and they're, that's, and they're giving everybody's best shot, and clearly they haven't shored up the offensive line. Maybe they're exactly. just not that good. Shitty teams don't make the Super Bowl. Uh, organizations that that take shots and have one good year that, that happens all the time. If you have to be consistent, in the NFL. It takes a lot. So now you're there. Everybody knows they're going to come after you, right? You've been there. They, they study too much film. They study we too sti- much film. We signed off. Good night, everybody. Have a good night. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here.